How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Hour Heads Abroad podcast show with myself, Brad Simcox, and the Hour Heads Abroad Supremo himself, Tom Childs. Uh, before we get started on today's uh, podcast, I just wanted to apologise, actually, for uh, for our fiftieth edition where we actually went live on Facebook. Um, we had a we had a lot of fun with it, but the sound quality on uh, on the actual podcast wasn't particularly brilliant because we were doing it from Tom's kitchen. Believe it or not, Tom's kitchen. Tom's Kitchen. Yeah, that's that's the glamour of our heads abroad at the minute, isn't it, mate? <laughs> well, to be honest, mate, every time I look at my kitchen floor from now on, and especially when I come downstairs in the morning, I'm a bit gutted not to see the Brit Chief doing press-ups on my kitchen floor. <laughs> I can't believe you took a photo of that, man. That was a, that was a took... thousand, by the way, when you took that. <laughs> yeah, the old Anchorman scenario. <laughs> Watch out for the guns, yeah. they'll get you. Yeah, it was, it was a sight... For sore eyes, I should say. Like, <laughs> walking, walking downstairs, slightly hungover, and I'm like, "What is that guy doing?" Like, Brad, you're already past it. Like, like there's no saving you. So, <laughs> the press ups aren't going to help. With the baby gate there, it looked like you'd lock me in there all night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just <laughs> yeah, you're just just a prisoner that's just doing. You can stay almost. in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But, that's maybe what I've done with Dave. That's why he's not on the show tonight. I'm not allowed him. <laughs> <laughs> underneath my cupboard in, 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 on my stairs yeah. <laughs> under my stairs under my stairs rather under your stairs yeah yeah oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah we got the reference mate don't worry we got the reference <laughs> um well th- this is probably going to be one of the uh one of the many occasions in this new season where there's going to be just me and you chatting isn't it yeah yeah it happened quite a few times last year so i do apologise. If you're here for Dave, then you might as well switch off. Uh, Nobody's here for Dave. Don't be daft. Nobody here's for Dave. They're all, it's all about you, mate. It's definitely not. You, you are the famous <laughs> one of us three. Famous. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, if if you're happy to listen to two guys, just have a chat about football and life and the finer things of life, like the Eurovision Song Contest, then you stay with us. If you want football ch- chat, then I'll PM me or DM me. I'll send you Dave's number, and maybe you can give him a call and you can have a chinwag with him about the finer things of cover two or how to blitz for an A-gap. You can talk to Dave about that. But if you want to talk we'll send about you his details. nonsense, stay here. Stay here with me and Tom. Yes. Yeah. Brad and Tom to talk rubbish. Yeah. No, uh, we, do, we do a lot of that, don't we? In fact, I noticed you shooed in the um, the Eurovision Song Contest. It's something that I just cannot stand. I can't watch it, but you seem to absolutely love it, don't you? I do. I'm I'm obsessed. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm actually missing the semi-final right now to record this podcast, and I'm kind of itching a little bit. Like I don't know if you saw my Twitter feed the other day during the first semi-final, but I was actually breaking it down act by act, giving it a rating out of 10. Really? Um, and I normally use it to make a bet. Like last week, I got a breakdown from Skype about all my bets I've made in the last 12 months. And I bet a lot on football, like only small amounts here and there. But I do, let's say, I do much more or many more football bets than I do pop culture uh, yeah. bets, should we say. And my biggest win from the last 12 months was winning um, a sizable amount of money on a 100 to 1 shot on an each way bet in Moldova last year in the Eurovision Song Contest <laughs> so, no way so you had yeah. a hot tip for that did you yeah yeah so if you if you want a Eurovision tip DM me again and um, <laughs> I can sort you out um, so all things football all things football speak to Dave for Eurovision tips speak to Tom yeah what, what are they going to talk to me about 
how to look good on camera. Uh, <laughs> I, I need the tips as well, man, don't you? Yeah. How to get hold of a woman that's way above you. Like, <laughs> We've all done that, mate. Don't you worry. We've all done yeah. that. We've all done that. We're, we're all punching at the minute. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, um, yeah, I, I've recently did a video on my uh, YouTube channel. If uh, nobody knows about my YouTube channel, channel, go and check it out, The Brit Chief. Um, shameless plug there, shameless plug. That's, to be fair, that's the first one you've ever done on this It podcast. is, and it's it's episode 51 as well, and it's taken me a while, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm quite proud of you, I'm not going to lie. Because <laughs> I was expecting, when I asked you to come and host this podcast, I was half expecting you to say, yeah, as long as I can plug my podcast, uh, my video, <laughs> YouTube rather, every single week. But you've not done it yet, so no. kudos to you, Brad. No, to you. Well, Don't I've, let it happen again. Well, I've had to do it because uh, my subscriptions have slowed down a bit. So, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's another thing. But uh, I did a video recently on uh, on the, uh, the Derek Johnson news. Yeah, and uh, I, I I gave my thoughts on that. I'll I'll talk about it a little bit in this podcast. But I really really wanted to get the view of the Uber fan, the Uber Derek Johnson fan, Tom Childs, because this must have been a gut wrenching news story when DJ signed for the Raiders. I'm going to list a few names, and yes, they are Arsenal players. Ashley Cole, Robin Van Persie, Cesc Fabregas, even like the likes of Adebayor, they all hurt when they left Arsenal and eventually joined rival teams. Not one of them hurt as much as when I saw DJ in that stinking silver and black. Do you know what I think? It was almost like a disturbance in the force up here, all the way up in like in, in Durham, where we live, where I live, and I just really? felt this disturbance of the, like a thousand souls crying out. But one of them was the loudest. Yes, I, <laughs> I had wondered myself because all of a sudden there was a load of animals running down the street, and wind everywhere, and children everywhere, dogs howling. Yeah, and I was like, "What's going on?" I know Twitter will tell me, and then that that was it. Derek Johnson stood there. In silver and black, because at first I saw it on Twitter as a rumor, of course, as all things do start on Twitter yeah, yeah, yeah. as a rumor. Um, but it began to gain some momentum, and it, the rumors quickly become actual yeah. news. And I'm gutted. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm I gutted. Was, I was okay with Derek Johnson moving on to play football elsewhere. I genuinely did not think. The Raiders would be the team he'd join, even though there are obvious holes in the Raiders roster, especially at middle linebacker. Yeah. But there's holes all over, all over that defense. But I thought, no, someone else will snap him up. He's still got a bit in the tank. But John Gruden, who's obviously a fan of Derek Johnson, because you only have to watch any of the Monday night games from the last two or three years, and every time Derek Johnson makes a play, John Gruden is just all over him yeah uh, like a dog on he he really is he, he's always been a big fan of Derek Johnson and so they obviously felt like that they had a match in in DJ and Oakland it's just why did it have to be Oakland couldn't it have been anyone else like, yeah I honestly would have sooner have been the Broncos or the Chargers I, I genuinely mean that yeah um, but just seeing him in silver and black keeping the same number as well um, the fact that he's going to have to come back to our head last game of the season this year it's just 
painful, painful. Mm. And I don't entirely blame the player. Um, he's got to make best by himself. He wants wants to carry on his career. He he says he wants to go ring chasing, which I can't blame him. He's he's had one playoff win in his entire career, so he wants to go and get that ring. I do doubt that Oakland is the place to go and get it. I was going to say, mate. I was going to say, gonna surely lie. you don't believe the the Raiders are contenders now. Well, if you've got three or four offers, like say the say the Raiders are a middle of the road team. Okay, they had a bad season last year, but they probably are at the middle of the road. What other teams put in an offer? We don't know what teams did. Um, so maybe he thought Oakland were the the best match, especially when it comes to Gruden showing all the enthusiasm that he apparently has to sign him. Um, maybe it just really did work out that Oakland was the best match because I don't think Derek Johnson wants to stick two fingers up to us like he spent a number of years here he's our all time leading tackler he's going to be a Chiefs Ring of Honor player there's no doubt about that so he is adored here and I'm sure he adores us but I just think maybe Oakland was the best match for him I, did, I don't know why people think that though why Why they, he? first of all why he thought that because the Raiders haven't been fantastic of late, of the, I mean, I know they had well a couple of seasons ago. They were they were they were really pushing us for the uh, the AFC West title, yeah. but they really hit a bit of a brick wall last season. And to then think, ah, right, well, the Raiders are signing all these older players now. They're obviously going to be contenders. Is it just seems like a backward step to me? And and surely DJ would have wanted to go to somebody else with, um, I don't know, just a bit more, a bit more something about them. Do you know what I mean? I just, I just don't get the reasoning behind why he's gone there. But if the offer isn't on the table, then from that particular team, then he can't join them. Can mm-hmm. he? Maybe the Raiders feel like they're getting all this experience in because that's what their roster severely lacked yeah. last year. Like, let's be, let's be perfectly honest. If Derek Carr doesn't get injured in Week 16 or Week 15 a couple of years ago, the the Raiders are winning the AFC West two seasons ago, and they're more than likely winning a playoff game as well. So. Um, they're, they're not a million miles away they had a bad year but teams do have bad years good teams do have bad years and they just need that bad year to regroup and go mm-hmm. again I don't think the Raiders are any, anywhere near the AFC West title but in a year or two's time they they could be especially if they've got these veteran guys in, and especially someone like Derek Johnson that feels like he's still got three, four, five years left in him mm-hmm. um, I personally don't see that because He's getting on now, and you're looking at him playing into to being forty at middle linebacker, and especially the way he plays as well. I don't think um, he's going to have that many snaps off to enable him to play till he's forty. So mm-hmm. I can, but I can see a situation where the Raiders are competing, um, especially in a division that's going to be as open as the AFC West. Yeah, yeah like, let's be honest. This t- this division was touted as the best division in football twelve months ago. It yeah. didn't prove that way this year, but. I do think we're a couple of years away from that being true again. Yeah. Like, there's four teams that are going to be seriously good in two or three years' time. Yeah, I mean, to coin a phrase from uh, from our, our very own Dave, you know, we, we've he's still got some tread left on those tyres, hasn't he? He, you know, he's mm-hmm. always talks about kicking the tyres and players and things like that, and and clearly that's what the Raiders have done. They've seen they've seen how well he's done over these 13 seasons and and that's something that we shouldn't really forget as fans you know he's DJ's given us long long term commitment and yes we should respect 
his decisions. We don't have to like them, <laughs> which no, we clearly that don't. Is very true. Um, but we we clearly have to respect him because of what he's actually done for us during those thirteen years. I mean, a lot of people are still saying that he's um, you know he's Hall of Fame cal- caliber. Um, maybe he needed a Super Bowl ring to actually cement that, but. It's it's clear he's su- he's been such a fantastic player, but also a fantastic um, ambassador for uh, for the for the Chiefs as well in the community because he's done so much work, hasn't he? Done all sorts of charity work and things. Yeah, my my opinion on Derek Johnson hasn't changed. You've just stated a number of reasons why we should continue to like Derek Johnson. The fact that he plays in silver and black and will do for a year or two doesn't change my opinion on him. Um, it just forces me to put the Derek Johnson jersey down for a year or two. <laughs> yeah. similar, to, similar to the Jamal Charles jersey. The Jamal Charles jersey, I still have it. I've still got mine. It's weird. It's, yeah. it's, and I've got a Jamal Charles signed photo, one of the few bits of memorabilia that I actually have. Yeah. And I have it, but at the moment, it's just been put away. Just yeah. covered. Or in yeah. a drawer. Just, just for the time being. And when these two players especially do eventually to hang their cleats up they will hopefully sign one day contracts and retire a chief yeah. that's what I'm hoping and that's what I can definitely see happening with Derek Johnson I hope it happens with Jamal Charles and also these two players will no doubt be inducted into the ring of honour one day and I am hoping that myself can be at that game when Derek Johnson is inducted into the Ring of Honor. I just hope he hasn't got a Super Bowl ring on his finger at that time. <laughs> well, that's what uh, a lot of the Raiders fans are wanting now, aren't they? The, the, I think that would be the ultimate revenge, I think, for the Marcus Allen thing, where uh, they go out and actually win a Super Bowl uh, with, with a Chiefs legend, basically. Oh, I can't um, imagine. I, I, do you know what? That would be the end of days, I think. Yeah. Um, the, end of, the end of me, I know that much. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to retire from football if that happens. <laughs> well, we were actually asked a question on this as well, weren't we? Because you actually have on your Twitter um, tag your name with number 56 on it. Yeah. Are you going to drop that 56? No, because it's my Arrowheads Abroad membership number. That's... And the reason I have the Arrowheads Abroad membership number 56 is because of Derek Johnson. <laughs> You're getting all emotional now, aren't I you? Am, I am. I'm sat right next to my fridge. I'm in that kitchen, you know, the Arrowheads Abroad studio. And yeah. I can just feel myself leaning towards and grabbing a beer. <laughs> sitting there. And oh, the fridge is right next to you as well, isn't it? I, it know what, I know what your game is. It, it actually is. I've got a choice of either beer or Cornetto. Um, so... <laughs> I'm probably going to go beer on longer than that. Beer or Cornetto? Or both? Or both, yeah. That's that's an odd combination, isn't it? Beer and ice cream. Actually, have you never had Newcastle Brown Ale ice cream? (laughs) No, I definitely haven't. (laughs) Have you not had it? No. Seriously, it's the bomb. It's brilliant. (laughs) It's the bomb. It is. If if I knew it would survive the three-hour journey down to yours, I'd bring some. Really? Yeah. So uh, yeah, do you, Newcastle- anyone, do you reckon anyone from Kansas City has ever had Newcastle Brown Ale ice cream? Ice cream? <laughs> Actually, do you reckon anyone's ever had Newcastle? It's Brown really Ale? nice. It is. It's really nice. I'll take your word for it. It is. Yeah. In fact, do you know what? I'm going to have to do that. I don't know. I'm going to have to get a tub of it or something to uh, bring to the Newcastle meet. <laughs> so everybody to try a bit. It'll be it'll be running running all over and melted and all that. But anyway, is it that <laughs> No, no. It's a, it's in a brown tub. 
It doesn't look very appetising, trust me. It really does. <laughs> but it is very nice. It is very nice. Um, I'll have to. I'll seriously going to have to get a couple of tubs or something for the Newcastle meet. Uh, anyway, we were side sidetracked a bit there, weren't we? Um, so yes, DJ's a raider, and uh, we also got some shocking news on Twitter as well, and it came directly from our very own Nacho. Hakeem Nunez Rogers. Nacho, uh, Nacho. Yeah. I mean, what happened there? I mean, I want to be we, a Nacho man. <laughs> I will leave finished. <laughs> nacho, nacho, Nacho man. Go and join him. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I I'm not. I want to be a Nacho man. <laughs> he's, he's one of the fan favourites, isn't he? And uh, the Chiefs have decided to release him. A fan favourite. A fan, fan favourite indeed, because he loved being a Kansas City Chief he did that's what made him so endearing he you could just tell that he loved his life yeah and probably still does love his life because he's going to get offers he's going to sign on to it of course team. he will but that's what made him so likeable so enjoyable for the fans is that from day one you could just tell that he was so grateful for his opportunity to be part of an NFL team and especially for a franchise as special as the Chiefs that Everything about him, the fans loved. They yeah. loved his play. They loved his enthusiasm. They loved his two yellow gloves. Two they loved, yellow gloves. <laughs> they loved his interactions. He just made me smile. Yeah, he and did, like, yeah. He, he was just a player that made Similar to how Chris Jones does now. Chris Jones yeah. makes me smile. Seeing Chris Jones, even his, just his face makes me smile. He's just got a, a positive aura about him. But unfortunately for an R&R, something has happened at minicamp or there's a rookie that's been signed or an undrafted rookie and the Chiefs have started having a look around and thinking, we can probably do without R&R. Because his play wasn't that great last year. Mm -hmm. We loved the enthusiasm with it, but in terms of production, he was way down on 2016 when he was very good. Do you think think the uh, the reason is that we've, we've now got Hitchens... We've now got uh, Nadi from uh, from the draft. Do you think they've actually seen that and thought, you know what, these guys probably looked better than what than well, what uh, Nacho was being? Well, Hitchens doesn't really come into it because he's an inside linebacker. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back to what we said at the start of the podcast. If you want football chat, call Dave. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Nadi's a is a run stuffing tackle. So again, yeah. if you want football chat, call Dave. But what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me in Tom. Yeah. But what I do think is that the Chiefs are starting to see some um not not ground being made up, but certainly in terms of pass rush, they've got guys like Speaks, they've got Passino, they've got Ford, they've got um, Houston. Houston. So maybe they're leaning towards that they might be able to kick one of those guys inside. Yeah. Yeah, one of those DN spots. So You've already got Bailey, who they clearly like because they would be getting rid of him, especially at his cap number if they didn't. Yeah. Um, you've got Chris Jones, who's lost a bit of weight now, so he's going to line up more outside. Then you've got Williams this... and you've got Natty inside. So maybe yeah. they just feel like they've got enough. I don't think they have got enough. I just think they're going to be able to find Nacho's 2017 production at a much cheaper rate. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what they're leaning I just think. So you think it's, it's a cap it's, decision? Yeah, 100% it's a cap decision. I don't think there's anything too much that he's done wrong um, I just don't think he's they view him worth the contract that he's on and they feel like they can get just as good production for mm-hmm. half the price 
So it's a it's a cap decision more than anything else. So do you, do you not think that they they thought do you know what there's somebody on free agency that we might want to pick up that could probably do the job for less or maybe are we going to bring in a veteran maybe or something like that? It, it could be on the cards maybe. Maybe there's still a lot of guys left out there unsigned, mm. um, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, as time goes on, those contracts will get cheaper and cheaper. We've got OTAs to come. Those guys will still be out of jobs, so the contracts will get even cheaper. And if they manage to surpass that mm-hmm. and get to camp time, then you're going to get these guys for peanuts. And maybe that's what they feel they can do. Yeah. Or maybe that they've just seen a rookie that they liked at mini camp and they thought, actually, we might be able to plug him in and play. So let's just save ourselves a little bit of money now. Yeah, exactly. Um, we've also released uh, Akeem Hunt as well. Um, well, we did. Um, and apparently, he's the CJ Spiller 2. <laughs> and we've re-signed him again. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's going on there, Tom? What, what the hell's oh, happened there? No idea. This this team and running backs at the moment is just crazy. We've got about eight now, haven't we? Yeah, it, I just. You well, I let you. I let you have the floor for this one because well, it, it's 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 an odd one. I mean, we're all for competition and things like that, aren't we? At at, at you know really kind of uh, poignant positions like that, your running back. But when you've got eight guys, and they're all, when you look at them, they're all pretty, pretty darn good um, from, what I've, from what I've seen. Anyway, we've now got, what, three Williams running backs um, in uh, Damien Williams, Kerwin, and uh, we've got a new lad who was undrafted, uh, Daryl Williams from LSU. And we've also still got Ware, we've got West, we've obviously got Kareem Hunt, um, and it's... It just seems very stacked, and I've never really seen the Chiefs with this many running backs before, especially at this level of running back as well. Um, it just seems really strange. I mean, they clearly are just trying to get this competition building, and they, they, they're obviously going to be releasing a good three, four of them. Um, I can probably see the, the Chiefs taking in four running backs in the new season as well, uh, instead of the usual three that we've had. I think you're right. I think the only two backs that are nailed on to get roster spots in the moment are Anthony Sherman and yeah. Kareem Hunt. Like yeah. Anthony Sherman, congratulations on the second baby, by the way. Um, someone it's said, a baby! Someone said the other day, uh, congratulations to Sausage and Mini Sausage, and I'm just thinking, surely it's a Chipolata. <laughs> am I not? Am I right? Sorry to sidetrack, oh, but... You killed me there. Yeah. Come on, like... I didn't even I see make, that coming. I do I have to make all the jokes around here? Come on. It's clearly Sausage chipolata. and chipolata. Yeah. That's going to stick now, isn't it? Yeah, clearly. <laughs> hey ho. Anyways, yeah, sorry. Kareem Hunt is nailed on roster spot. Anthony Sherman nailed on roster spot. I'm still, you're still giggling, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's happened again. <laughs> We've lost pride. I, <laughs> I, I just didn't even see it coming. I really didn't. Yeah, um, it was a bit random. I apologise. Yeah, go uh, on. I'll, I'll try and suppress it. Well, you know whose fault this is. This is the person that missed the obvious joke the other day. Like, <laughs> come on, people. You're on Twitter. You don't deserve Twitter if you can't make that joke. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, Cream Hunt, Amphi Sherman, now done. Yeah. I have no idea who the other two backs are going to be. I honestly don't think we're going. I don't think we're going to have Western Wear because cap or play. Um, I, so think, I think cap will be the reason. 
I think they're still worried about where because whatever that injury was, um, they're still very hush about it, aren't they? They're not very um, not forthcoming with the information on it, and I think they're still worried and still concerned about him. So I, I think that's probably why they've they've opened the gates and said, right, if you're running back, come on in, and we'll have a look at you. Um, the thing about West though is is he's a he's a good at blocking. Yeah, and he's an excellent third down back. He's brilliant at that, and you know, if if you're wanting to protect our franchise quarterback of the future, you know, you do you keep West around? Do you keep hanging? You keep him hanging around because of his blocking ability, um, or do you actually want somebody now where you're trying to sort out this offensive line where, that you want to obviously make first downs and touchdowns and things like that? It's 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 a bit of a conundrum, and, and nobody really can tell what the Chiefs are wanting to do at the minute but the competition looks really hot enough. Yeah and I think it might be formation based as well um, I think they've gone back and had a look at Pat Mahomes' college tape. Yeah, and A lot of formations there's two backs lined up and obviously that will involve a lot of rotation so maybe they are willing to take more backs into into the roster so mm. maybe that's got a part to play with it maybe it's the cap situation, maybe it's Ware's injury I just don't think we are going to know who our backs are going to be until possibly week three or week four yeah. of the preseason. I genuinely think this is going to be a competition that goes down to the wire. Like last year, we had good, a very good competition at running back with CJ Spiller because it looked like he'd be able to break the mold and get involved a little bit. But mm-hmm. it turns out that wasn't true. I do think one of these new backs is going to get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gone out and got a couple of these in free agency. So I do think at least one of them is going to going, I do think one of West or where is going to go as well. We yeah. just have to wait and see which one. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's something to talk about for the off-season. Yeah, it definitely. gives us content. For exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, it, it, there is actually a hidden gem in there at the minute that, uh, that's, that our good friend Seth Kaiser always mentions as well. Um, he's mentioned this, this guy called uh, Daryl Williams um, from LSU, and he's, he's he was an undrafted um, player from the draft okay. and he's if you watch some tape on him he, he was actually behind uh, Leonard Fournette last year okay uh, or the year before sorry the year before um, and the kid's got talent he really has got talent he looks a bit like what Ware does where he's, he has that bit of a skip and he gets out of trouble and things like that he skips out of trouble and stuff so he, he has this really good duke ability kind of thing um, he's not particularly fast but he get he gets where he needs to go, and Seth's really going on about this guy at the minute. And and after seeing some of his footage again on YouTube, yes, I've been watching it on YouTube. Um, <laughs> he does look a real find. He really does look a real find. Um, but it's how it materialises there. And he actually had fourteen teams to choose from, and he signed for the Chiefs, which is very odd, especially when there's that many running backs on this, uh, you know, in this camp at the minute. Well, he obviously fancies himself if he's prepared to go up. Yeah, that many bodies, so, and obviously he likes the look of Andy Reid's scheme as well. So exactly, that must, that's going to have some pull as well going forward. Is Andy Reid? Yeah, um, a young offense with him in charge. Teams are going to look at that and think they want to be part of it. Look, look at Sammy Watkins. Okay, we mm-hmm. had to pay him a handsome amount of money to get there, but I'm not. Sh- I hope this isn't the case. I hope money isn't the only reason why he chose Kansas City. I might be being a little bit naive here for saying this, but I'm, I'm hoping that Andy Reid and this, the possibility of and the potential of this offense is 
is pulling players our way and maybe giving us the edge in that in that department. Yeah, it, it, it certainly looks like an exciting team going into the new season, mm. doesn't it? Um, oh, offensively. Which, yeah. Speaking of which, I've, like I really like the Around the NFL podcast. Like it's very very good. It's probably my number two favorite NFL podcast after this. <laughs> and um, and Chris Wessling, great guy. Really enjoy his takes. But he wrote an article this week that got under my skin, and I think it might have been a little bit of clickbait, and maybe right. just to cause cause this anxiety amongst Chiefs fans. But he said that the Chiefs aren't in the top ten potential offenses. Really, for 2018. For me, that don't sit right. Uh, That's surprising, but, especially when you see how loaded this offense is. Yeah, you've got again. We've we've gone on about this before, but you got Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey, Cream Hunt. A plethora of running backs behind him. You yeah, youthful got, ones as well. Exactly, yeah. and then you got Pat Mahomes, who we're about to talk about yeah. in a second. Like, there's, there's so much to love about this offense, and then you've got Andy Reid as well. And Andy Reid's probably the X factor in this offense. Yeah, um, if he can get going and get creative and just tweak his play calling a little bit, then this offense is going to make some noise. It's going to make some serious noise, and, and ultimately, it will be the reason why the Chiefs do well in 2018 because. I- yeah, probably won't be the defense. I think people are hedging the bets. I think that's probably what it is. I think they, I think they're looking at this that the Chiefs have done a lot of changes um, in free agency, and obviously we've got the draft players coming in as well. So we've do, we've had a lot of changes. We've got rid of our um, number one quarterback. Um, we've mm-hmm. got uh, this, you know, young lad who's uh, in his rookie season. Let's say it's his first real full season, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so maybe they're just thinking it all depends I mean a lot of it will depend on how the quarterback will play won't it Um, and yes although we're excited by him and we've seen what we can do there's you're going to take an element of rough and the smooth with Patrick Mahomes we're all thinking he's the next you know this is the second coming kind of thing yeah absolutely But, but it's it's I suppose it's in a way managing our expectations a little bit more just going just just calm down and get you know, we haven't we haven't got to the season yet. Well, it's funny you mentioned calming down because I just ran a Twitter poll on yeah. Arrowheads Abroad at KC Chiefs underscore UK. If you don't follow us already, you're mad if you don't. And the poll was simple. It was an hour long and it was quick poll. Are Chiefs fans getting ahead of themselves with Pat Mahomes? The answers were, the possibilities were A, yes, or B, he's already the GOAT. And... <laughs> 55% of people that voted on this there's probably some Raiders fans in there um, voted yes we are getting ahead of ourselves ah right okay our homes. in fact no yes Raiders, Raiders fans were involved in it because the first comment is from a Raiders fan there you go totally he's done nothing yet well I mean it's, uh, I, I just don't think people see what we see no, I don't think people want to see what we see either. No. Um, we've probably got a bit of rose-tinted glasses about the whole situation because he is a first-round quarterback that we've drafted. He's like ours now. And like we've taken him in as one of our own and we protect him now. Like he is the most treasured... Treasured possession. Treasured possession. I'll help you out, mate. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Of this entire organisation. So yeah, he's our baby now. So we are probably looking at it through slightly different glasses than other teams but then you read his article or his interview in Sports Illustrated which came out yesterday and just how can you not get excited 
uh, about this guy like here's a quote I started throwing no look passes as a joke as a joke with <laughs> Nick Shug we did it in practice drills with coach Kingsbury and I did it a couple of times in games there was one time in the Broncos game where we did a little play action and I stepped up in the pocket and was getting ready to roll he's cool isn't he a defender <laughs> was kind of closing on me I saw receiver Albert Wilson at the corner of my eye and I knew if I keep looking downfield, the, the defender would come off his zone coverage enough for me to make the throw. So I looked him off and threw the ball to Albert, who grabbed it. It's not like I meant to throw no look, or I mean to throw no, no look passes. I think it's kind of happens out of instinct. As I do it, I'm like, dang, I didn't even well, mean to do that. How can you not get excited about this guy? This is the thing, because I saw a comment on that before, because I know, I know it was all in the Arrowheads Abroad um uh, Twitter page and stuff like mm. that and somebody actually said I don't like his cockiness and I thought is that being cocky or is that just telling somebody how he actually plays football yeah that's just telling him telling the world that you better be ready NFL because this is the type of stuff I can do on a whim yeah and it's it's second sense to him isn't it? it's like a it's 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 that's, that's what I've always liked about Patrick Mahomes is players defences can't read him you can't. And we've seen it many a time. I I think the first time I saw it was against uh, the 49ers in preseason when he threw the touchdown pass. And he was looking all the time at the corner and he, he threw it inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember who it was to now. Um, and nobody read it. it was, there was that many 49ers players in the, in the, you know, in the end zone. And nobody read it. And... That for me, he's he's done it all the time. His 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 passes, he will always give defenders the eyes to make them move straight out of out of position, and he'll just ping it the other way. And that's what I loved about him. And that and that is the definitive thing that I would say that Patrick Mahomes has that as a as an instinct. Yeah, you, he makes a home entire defense defend the entire field for the entire game every single time he steps on, mm-hmm. like. If he's making these sort of plays in his first professional start against a good defense, we're not going to go out and say they had all the stars out because they had some stars. They out. had some stars out. They had there. some stars out. Let's, let's be fair, but let's not make him out to like they were going to be like playing all out that game. It's say a seventy-five percent Broncos defense, but still a better than average defense. Well, Von Miller liked him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's all you're going to say, isn't it? Yeah. Von Miller liked him. <laughs> well, I suppose we could just end it at that. End of story. Yeah, Von exactly. Von Miller liked him, and the key to lead liked him. Yeah. Um, but if he can do that in his first game, like you just have to be excited about this kid. He's going to make some terrible, terrible reads. He's yeah. going to make some terrible throws. He's going to make throws that Alex Smith never ever made he's going to give away turnovers which Alex Smith never done yeah we're going to see new types of turnovers but we're also going to see plays which Alex Smith couldn't make in the wildest of his wet dreams (laughs) (laughs) do you just say wet dreams on a podcast no I didn't (laughs) you definitely just heard that (laughs) that's just me then is it (laughs) yeah don't mind Uh, (laughs) no the, uh, the, the the thing is though it's we've never had this before really have we no we've never had this franchise quarterback that we can say we've drafted he's our own and he's got a talent he's really got a talent and we've always had you know cast offs of it's mainly from 49ers can you say montana's a cast off <laughs> you I, probably should, you I probably should say that a little bit you know change that phrase a little bit but yeah. you know what i mean don't you i mean you know we had montana at his his 
twilight years i suppose really he's you know he's coming towards his, at the end of his career and that um and yeah you, you know we had a alex smith who was a solid quarterback but we've now got this excitement factor now and you touched on it before he's gonna make mistakes and he's gonna throw some horrendous interceptions i just know it i can see it coming but i can also see that his production uh and yards and touchdowns and things like that will far outweigh the bad points and that's what i'm excited about 100 percent. i'm just I can't wait. It's 120 days to the season. Probably Is that 100, all? 119 by the time most people listen oh, to this podcast. Oh, so man. It's, we're going to be in double figures soon. Bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> nicknames. Nicknames. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, um, the Chiefs were talking about, well, they posted something before, didn't they, where they had th- three players. We had Kelsey, uh, Terry Kill, and who was the other one they had? Alan Bailey. Alan Bailey, that was it. Um, and they Zeus. gave him nicknames, didn't they? Zeus, yeah, Zeus Cheetah, and Hulk. Yeah. So then, uh, all of a sudden, Patrick Mahomes got on Twitter and says, "I want a nickname," and that was it. Twitter exploded, didn't it? Yeah. Um, everybody was. Attempts. Yeah, <laughs> there was some terrible attempts, but there was some pretty darn good ones as well. I mean, I always liked. Um, I think it was uh, now then. Who was it? Noah Noah Kaufman, I think, um, who I follow. Um, on Facebook and things like that, he's a Chiefs fan, and he actually named him uh, Pistol Pistol Pat, and that stuck with me, and I quite liked that one. But apparently, you've got one, Tom. Yes, right. Mine, you have to think about it a little bit. But what's Pat Mahomes going to score? Pat Mahomes is going to score touchdowns. TDs. So I, want, so I want his nickname to be Point After. Point After. Yep. P A T, Pat. Yeah. Point after. So yeah, is that your nickname? Point after. Yeah. So now I'm going to refer <laughs> like to him that. as Point After for the rest <laughs> of his career. Point after. It, it yeah. doesn't give him as much savagery for me, but I like how you, I like what you've done, done with that. You could just imagine Mitch Hull, Mitch Hull's going touchdown. Point after. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. I've, I I hope this take like kicks on. And if anyone's listening to the show, tell us what you think of the nicknames. If you like Point After, which you should, um, <laughs> which you should, then spread it around. Say, oh yeah, have you heard Pat Mahomes' new nickname, Point After? Then let people think about it. They go, oh my god, PAT. Damn, that's clever. <laughs> and, but make sure that you point them an hour away. Yeah. Or do you listen to the Arrowhead Small podcast? Because they're really clever guys that know their stuff, especially <laughs> that Brad Simcox. Um, but if you want to talk football, speak to Dave. Yeah. <laughs> you should listen to them because that's where I got that nickname from. So that, that, that's your your well, objective for the next week, should we say, Chiefs Kingdom? I, I've clearly got um, Avengers and, and Marvel still in my brain because I, I actually wanted to call him the Punisher. Ah, uh, okay. Um, well. Because you know they had Hulk and they had Zeus, but I think they were meant. I think they were probably meaning Thor. Okay. <laughs> so I was thinking the Punisher might be a good one for, uh, for for Pat, but I don't think he's actually chosen one because uh, a lot of people were saying, "Well, what happened to Patty Cakes that's, from Kelsey?" That's, that's Kelsey's nickname, isn't it? <laughs> so a lot of people are still calling him Patty Cakes, which it doesn't really strike fear into the opposition no. enough for me. But the yeah. Punisher, the Punisher. Um, 
that for me that, that, that'll stick with me that one or pistol well, what, pat I'm quite happy what, with that one what strikes fear into NFL coaches quite like point afters point after because you know what precedes point afters <laughs> touchdowns <laughs> yeah yeah I like it I think, I think you've worked on that mate it's really good I really haven't we, you said to me before the show oh, we need to talk Pat Mahomes um, nicknames so you I, didn't just come up with it did you I just racked my brains for like 20 seconds before the show <laughs> and then that's what I come up with ah you see resourceful mate that's what it is yeah, <laughs> um, right also uh, we've we've spoke about the Chiefs news and everything we're going to talk a bit about the Arrowheads Abroad news which is membership renewals will start on the 1st of June and I know that uh, the Arrowheads Abroad team has been sending out um, emails recently to uh to existing gold members just to say just a reminder the uh the renewals will start on the first of june um hope you can join us again and we, we're not kidding when we say we've put a lot of effort into this and there's a lot of of huge things happening yeah. uh with our heads abroad that um we're really excited about but we can't tell you anything yet we can't tell you anything yet um but uh tom's been working extra hard trying to pull everybody together um and hence why we had to come down and and uh, visit him in his home uh and do quite a bit of work on uh yeah I nearly I nearly let it slip then <laughs> <laughs> should probably stop talking about it but um Coming this way there was a dungeon and a whip yeah and there was a baby git yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so first of june it's not long um the membership renewals will be 20 pounds same as they were last year and it's going to be even bigger and better than it was last year so uh, let's hope the chiefs also have a bigger and better year in 2018 as well mm-hmm. um is there anything you want to add to that mate anything you want to add not to membership. Um, Not to membership. We do have a draw quickly to, to do. Oh, yeah. Before, before I test you. Before I test you with a game. Oh, and nice. This is the draw that I promised back in December. And I apologise, it's for the mug. I've got uh, a few names in front of me now. I'm just going to do this draw quickly. Um, I hope so you it's trust the, me enough not to put it on. It's the mug for the reviews on the um, podcast. It is, is yeah. It is? So yeah. it's basically anyone that left us a review on iTunes. Um, I've put your names into a hat. Um, I am doing it right now. So that one person's going into a random. Yeah, that's it. So the, the winner is the first name that pops up, and the winner is our very own Laura Robinson. She's one of our heads board muck. Ah, very so, nice. Thank you for her review. Should we, should we quickly read it? Yeah, go on then. Um, oh, no, I can't find it. So, no, you can't find it? Yeah. Oh, that's well prepared, <laughs> that, mate. <laughs> so, yeah, Laura, you've got a mug coming your way. I'll get in contact with yourself. Yeah. Anyways, right, draw's done. Done. You, can stop, you can stop messages now. You can stop leaving us those one-star reviews. Um, <laughs> I have a quick game for you, Bradley. For me, Brad yes. versus Brad. Yeah, it's more so for you to play and for everyone in the Chiefs Kingdom to play as well. All, All right. right. So everyone knows in most quiz, quiz, quiz quizzes you have to get the answers right. Yeah? Yeah. Well, in, in this quiz, I want you to get the answers wrong. All I'm right. I'm give you a minute. I'll, I'm good at this. Are you? Fancy yourself. <laughs> I'm good at getting them oh, wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I just forgot what you said. Um, I'm going to give you a few questions. You have a minute. And you have to tell me the wrong answer. But the wrong answer also has to be relevant. So you can't just say apple to every single answer. Okay? 
So well, there's my tactic out the window. Yeah. So you have it has to be a relevant answer, and that goes the same. It's the same for you listening to this podcast. Um, oh, so it's to join in at can. home, is it? Yeah, yeah. Everyone can join in. Um, Good. If I run out of questions, it means you've done very well. Um, but let's let's see how many you can get wrong. Wrong is the key thing. Here. You ready? <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, time will start when I say my first question. Right. Okay. What stadium do the Chiefs play in? Uh, Foxborough. What state is Arrowhead Stadium in? <laughs> uh, Kansas. What position does Pat Mahomes play? Running back. What college did he attend? Uh, LSU. How many points for a touchdown? Three. The Chiefs head coach before Andy Reid was... Um, Bill Belichick. <laughs> who, who wears eighty-seven for the Chiefs? Um, Kareem Hunt. What was Tony Gonzalez's signature touchdown celebration? Oh, I like that one as well. Um, the whip. <laughs> who won the AFC West last year? <laughs> Chargers. Who did the Chiefs play at Wembley? Uh. uh um, Redskins. What colour membership do we charge for? Uh, green. Cut, complete the famous Mitch Holter's phrase. Touchdown. <laughs> Raiders. What football team do I support? Uh, um, Leeds United. Does Dave play American football? No. <laughs> what episode number is this? Uh, two. How many points is a safety worth? Um, six. And finally, what number does Houston wear? Two. <laughs> well done, Brad. <laughs> that was hard. Well done. You, you got them all wrong. Correct. So, so I win. But you took a lifetime to do it. Uh, uh, do you know what? It, it's it's quite difficult when you're thinking, like stadium names and things like that. Yeah, I can imagine it was really hard for your tiny little brain to. It was, yeah, because I was, because my, because my brain's like, you can get that one right though, Brad. You can get that one right. I'm like, I know, but I've got to get it wrong. Uh, What did you say for Tony Gonzalez? Was it the whip? The whip. (laughs) And apparently, I'm a Leeds United fan. Leeds United. Yeah. Yeah, Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. The annoying thing is, I could have answered all of them. Yeah. Let's know how everyone else got on. Um, Did you get any of them correct? incorrectly correct should we say and um, let us know and uh, maybe next time when we're all three of us are on i'll let dave do the same because we know that dave doesn't listen to the show so um we just we'd maybe we so test him next time let him get them all right yeah <laughs> oh by the way brad won because he's got them all wrong yeah, yeah well maybe. Then... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was actually quite fun that yeah being put on the spot together yeah no that was good that was good Enjoyed it, mate. Thanks for that. Uh, right, so that's it. We've all we've got time for for this week's Arrowheads Abroad podcast. As always, you can get involved with us, chat with us, all that kind of thing. Discussions on our Twitter page at uh, kcchiefs underscore uk, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud, uh, and leave a review if you'd like to as well. Uh, you won't win a mug this time, but uh, yeah, we'd like to read them anyway. Um, so from Tom and myself. And from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon. See you later. Bye.